Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere. Like when your fantasy league meets up at your house. Everything's great until the hot plate gets too hot for the tablecloth. Now your kitchen's up in smoke. And if you don't have the right home insurance coverage, the cost to fix this is anything but a fantasy. So switch to Allstate, save money, and get protected from mayhem like this. Not available in every state. Based on coverage selected. Subject to terms, conditions, and availability. Savings vary. Welcome to Worlds Collide, the wrestling card podcast for wrestling fans by wrestling fans. Featuring Tony Bella from WrestlingTradingCards.com. This is like a, a stock market. Like- and Zan Morning from Wrestling With Cards on YouTube. And I'm not saying there's a right or wrong answer. I'm just posing the question. Join them as they navigate the world of wrestling cards, helping you build a bigger, better collection and making some money along the way. What's up, wrestling fans, trading card collectors? And as I've told you guys before, peek behind the curtain, so to speak. We're not sitting at the gorilla position. We're like in catering. Well, at least I am. But yeah, it's a good place I, to be. It's safe. I, yeah, really. Well, unless it was in the Attitude Era during the hardcore matches, but that, you know, or True. or back in Memphis in the Tupelo concession stand brawl. But anyway, before we get too off the rails told you guys before that we record these kind of you know in batches at a time based on our schedule and this is the first time we've been back since the prism release and tony's had a fantastic video on the wtc youtube channel with paul from the wrestling card price guide going over ww prism i've got one coming out at the end of this month at the time of recording so but together we have not we've not talked a lot about this whole prism Nonsense. We haven't. So we really haven't. Uh, let's let's just jump right into it. Uh, see what happens. The initial hype. Um, we can move over that pretty quick. Tony, me, and you uh, on all kinds of platforms talked about Prism. It's going to be the big thing. Um, anything else we need to say on the initial hype that was built off of this? No, no. I mean, there was hype, both um, good and bad. So, uh, and that really played. Um, before it came out, obviously the hype, and then when it came out, that good and bad really showed its, its their Absolutely. <laughs> and we're going to get into that. So um, off the hype, cards come out. We start seeing cards pop up out of packs, out of breaks, and they're big cards. I mean, we start seeing golds and one of ones and all color kinds blast. of the, the color blasts were the big ones. Yeah. Yep. We start seeing these pulling like right out the gate, going up on eBay for huge prices and kind of some mixed opinions on those prices right off the bat so when when it was no shock to me this is something i expected what was your thoughts and opinions when you started seeing some of the more big rare cards getting pulled so quickly and then immediately going to ebay yeah but i mean we saw big cards get pulled quickly but we didn't see the biggest cards get pulled quickly uh we were seeing some good heavy cards coming out especially those color blasts were the first that was the like the very first wave and they were quick waves too that was the first wave of color blasts then gold. Yeah, I mean, all these things were coming out pretty fast. Um, but again, we talked about it so much, both you and I on our show, both on our individual shows, both as guests, you know, in other shows. We've talked about this, you know, relentlessly for the months leading up to it. So again, I wasn't surprised. Uh, and this is coming from someone who's not a Panini Prism follower. Sure. Like, I don't know their the, the history of their previous products. Uh, when it came to prison stuff. So I was being educated by you or by, you know, other guests that we've had on our, on our shows before and uh, just kind of trying to put it all together in bits and pieces. So when it came out, 
whether they came out heavy and hard and high priced, not surprised, whether it flopped, not surprised. I mean, I, I wasn't surprised by any of it. So yeah. what I was surprised by is something we're probably gonna end up talking about here, which was the, what I call the, the, the great wrestling divide. Oh yeah. That's putting it lightly too. Um, the, the first thing that kind of started, I guess, putting a little bit of shadiness and maybe our, our is our wrestling cards for prism really that big of a deal. And that was the shill bidding and the eBay non-payments that we started. But this saying. happens on everything. Absolutely. This has existed before him. It, it's, you know why it's a big relevant thing now, I believe? It's because, again, everything about our hobby has now gotten a brighter spotlight on it. Yep. So now people are seeing it for, oh, there's something going on in wrestling cards. This is cool. It's not cool. It's ridiculous. It's great. It's whatever. Shill bidding has been there forever since auctions have been around. It, so it's not different. I'm not surprised by the, any of that. That's expected. I don't care. It's expected in other sports. It's expected in ours too. When you start talking about high dollar items, there's going to be that. There's going to be that. I think it was a good opportunity for the people who don't believe in wrestling cards to kind of, you know, um, throw shade at it and be like, oh, here we go again. This is another one of those come and go fly by night pieces of the hobby that people sure. are just coming in to look, make money on, which again, we're going to talk about that. Which is fine because right. uh, let's say we get, let's say we got a, a thousand new people who collect wrestling cars now out of it. I'm just throwing random stupid sure. numbers out a thousand. And then those people go like, oh, here's another fly by night, blah, blah, blah. You know, and 700 of them leave. We still gained 300 new new collectors. Yep, absolutely. This is not a bad thing, man. I, I, nope. I people are like walking around and they want to like you know uh, throw pitchforks at each other and it's like that and and say like you know this is bad vintage rules no shiny stuff rules. I mean all this bitterness going back and forth is just stupid and it's just irrelevant because it's just again you collect whatever you want to collect. I never tell anybody. I'm not going to tell tell Zan how to spend his damn money. Okay. You know, you spend it however you want. If you want to waste $5,000 on a card that's only worth 1000 to most people, that's that's on you, dude. That's not me. And all I care is it brought more eyeballs to the freaking hobby. Yep. And uh, then, then something interesting happened. And this is something that I, I, I kind of predicted it with the base stuff. Actually, many people predicted it with the yeah. base stuff because we knew and we know how this is going to happen. Um, but a lot of people who don't know prison products didn't understand how this works. But what got me and what was surprising to me was some of the rare cards that were, you know, the, the show bid or unpaid. Let's okay. I'm, again, I'm pull numbers out here. Let's say something sold for 5,000, but it went unpaid. So the next time around it sells for three and that goes unpaid. And then next, you know, and it yeah. just keeps getting lower and lower and lower until you have you know, potentially a five figure card end up selling for, you know, maybe $900. Yeah. All of a sudden that erupts with the division within bo both collectors, investors, both wrestling card collectors, sports card, every, anybody that had eyes on this WWE prison product, it just erupted with people being divided on this isn't worth this. Yes, it is. Mm -hmm. You know, all that stuff. So um, I threw out a lot of stuff there. You take it wherever you want. But it's also, you know, uh, the bottom line on this stuff is it's only worth what someone's willing to pay for it. Yep. Period. Just like anything else. Just like anything else. So, uh, again, I, I don't, I don't care too much about, and I, I'm not a price guy. So that's, I'll leave that to the Pauls and 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 the wrestling card price guide. I'll leave it to those kind of guys. Um, I, I just care that it, 
created new eyeballs, put new eyeballs on our product. It legitimized, in a sense, uh, our hobby. And I did a WTC short talking about this, where this is what we wanted. Okay, we asked for this. We wanted to be, you know, to you know, a pun on Roman Reigns to be acknowledged. <laughs> and here we are being acknowledged, just like every other sport we wanted to be acknowledged, like uh, uh, be like. And now we're complaining about it. Like, oh, our, our, our precious little group is now being like, oh, our family just grown. And I don't like that. My sister married this guy over here. I have to have his family now coming up for the holidays. <laughs> I mean, it's all this, this crap that's going on. It's like, dude, be happy that she's happy. Okay. And just collect what you want to collect. Just collect what you want to. Oh, well, it affects my, my bottom line now because now I have to go. Uh, these cards are way more expensive than I want. I'm a, I'm a Becky Lynch fan, so I have to go out and collect on my Becky Lynch. I'm just picking out a random person. Sure. You know, now, she, now it's too expensive. I can't collect it. It's like, you know, be patient. You don't have to have it because it just came out 24 hours ago. Be patient. And as we've seen now, it's been, what, a, almost a month? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And look how much the prices have dropped on yeah. everything across the board. And be like, oh, my God, you know what? There's a lot of base cards out there right now. Like, even the base sets have dropped dramatically in pricing. Like, you can almost pick yeah. up a complete base set for about 100 bucks. Yeah, that's about what I, I predicted it to be. I think I think in my mind, I don't know if I said this at some point, but I was like, I bet the base set's going to be around 150 when it all settles down. So I was fairly close, I guess. But yeah. I mean, it's a huge checklist. There's a lot of cards in there. So sure, I would it's expect a 200 to be, card set. Yeah. I mean, but it's, uh, you know, I'm, I'm in the market of trying to buy some complete sets from people who want to, you know, eventually I like to have something from my store, but, um, you know, it's, it's just, people had to wait. They just needed to wait. Everybody, uh, kind of, it's happened with every product and yeah. I'm guilty of it. I'm sure every collector. At well, some and let's, point is let's guilty specify it. too, that it, the, like we saw this with tops Chrome, we saw this with tops yep. finest. It was, you know, they, they start off really high people trying to get their, their players and whatnot. And then it just goes down except for the super rare high-end cards would eventually would start going up. Well, later it'd, be, it'd be your, yeah, your, your key players right. or your key wrestlers in this case, mm -hmm. uh, anything that was going to be gold or numbered or one of ones, those are always going to continue to keep holding their value and they'll keep going up as they start changing, you know, changing hands over and over again, you know, which isn't really a big thing in this hobby because people, they hold on to their stuff for a long time. Yeah. Which, yeah. And that's, um, again, something that we'll get into in a minute, but lots of, lots to touch on today. One, one thing before we move off this topic that I thought was interesting that I have actually never seen before is we've started seeing the prices of hobby boxes dropping. Oh, big time. And we even saw, we're even starting to see some of like, you know, was it revolution? Like, I think it started out at 300 and then it was like yep. down to like 200 or something like that. This is the first time I've ever seen on a, a pre-sale. Yeah. Pre-sales and hobby boxes. Once product is released actually go down in value in such a short period of time. Uh, you, what's your thoughts on that? Yeah. Almost daily. We were seeing a, you know, $50 drop, $100 drop. It was like, you know, what it peaked at like 1800 bucks a box like that at one point or 1500 bucks a box. Now I think it's in the 600 to $700 range yeah. right now already. Last time I checked. Yeah. Which is, I mean, it's more than half. It's dropped on it so much. And it's like, it's still not at a price point that I would like to buy anyways. I mean, I'm not looking to buy boxes, that stuff anyways. I mean, I've got plenty of boxes from Topps product, but that was, you know, way more affordable. But um, yeah, I'm, 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 I'm a little surprised by it. I, I am because I, I was of the mindset too, that wax was always going to be king and that's going to continue to keep hold its value over long term. And who's to say five years from now, 
maybe this prism stuff would yeah. be maybe maybe now's the time to go and scoop up and buy right now. Yeah. Like if it hit 500 bucks a box, I might be tempted to buy a few boxes in just because like 500 bucks a box for this product seems really cheap now. Mm-hmm. I mean, five years from now, it, it could be a $2,000 box or a $1,500 box, but at my $500 price, I mean, do the math. <laughs> Speaking of boxes, we kind of moved into the next phase and that's retail. People are freaking out. Hey, I was seeing WWE Prism at my Walmart, at my Target, yeah. which it's it's an interesting uh, time that we're in now because uh, I don't know about you, but not my I've Walmart, been, not my Target. I've been to so yeah, and that's interesting. I've been to so many stores now that are literally bursting at the seams with all kinds of cards. So so people are picking up all of the retail, and then they're seeing, well, I'm not getting a gold. I'm not getting an autograph, and I'm like. Like, what do you expect? This isn't tops. Like, where you know this. Th- well, that's they, why... I think I think that people were expecting upper deck type stuff. That the retail stuff was going to be like, oh wow, I'm getting like one swatch per box or an autograph per box almost. And that's why you couldn't find any AEW. People are like hoarding that stuff. Mm-hmm. But Prism is different. It doesn't work that way. The odds for something good in those blaster boxes is astronomical. So you're lucky if you're finding a low numbered type of card in that product. And yeah, you're gonna get some kind of exclusive retail thing inside there. But that's that's typical panini from all the homework that i've done which is again people do your freaking homework well and that's another good point i never even put together like how good the aew blasters were and then and and my argument to that that thought process is go look at what the prices of that stuff is going for compared to the really rare prism stuff and it's like night and day it is but that stuff has still held its value though too i mean uh we just did our monthly recaps like in hobby boxes of aew stuff Still same, 240 yeah. to 250 price range. Hasn't dropped in months. Hasn't Interesting. dropped. Still holding its value. That's a good, decent value because people realize after all this time now, hey, there's some stuff in the hobby boxes I can't find in the blasters. Right. So that's still kind of holding its good value. But they're still finding some good key stuff that gives them their money's worth at a $20, $25 bo- uh, uh, blaster box. So Panini is different. Panini just gives you, you're not going to find any you know, high end, uh, you know, one of one autograph cards. <laughs> well, and do you think it's hard for people to wrap their head around, okay, a green pulsar out of 25 that's a retail exclusive is actually worth more than what a AEW autograph out of 25 is probably or out of 50 or whatever. Like, sure. I think it's a little yeah. bit hard for some of the traditional wrestling card collectors to understand that don't know the other sports and what. Yeah, I don't. Know. Again, it's a matter of doing homework. I don't think people are doing their homework and kind of like, oh, this is comparable to this product over here. I mean, I don't think they're doing their homework and, and realizing that. Of course, those number to 25, you know, pulls for ones, whatever you call them, those greens, they're, they're tough to pull. They're not, yeah. they're hard to pull. So that's, that's kind of like your home run if you pull one of those. Right. So we kind of got to a point here recently where we've seen some prices start to stabilize on like, okay, again, the base to this day is going to continue to go down, I think. Because there's a ton of it being printed, tons of it being printed. And then we're starting to see some of the other stuff actually go up in value. And I can tell you firsthand, there's been cards I've looked at and um, it was maybe of something just kind of watching and let's say it sold for $20. Well, the next, the next one sells for 40. The next one sells for 50. It's like a slow, gradual climb, which mm-hmm. is what I like to see. And I think we're at a really good place now. In fact, I don't know if you saw it, but at the time of recording, we actually just saw the highest publicly sold wrestling yeah, card sold. Andre that, card. That Andre Prism. Yeah, and it's, it, only, it's, yeah. A, it's a, was it, SGC? 
I, th- I thought it was a BGS. Oh, BGS seven. Yeah, and a seven. Yeah, see, yeah. that's six sold for over whole, fifteen grand. Whole different discussion on how yeah. grades matter, but yeah, <laughs> it's it like it's amazing. Like, and I think you're going to start seeing those other, you know, the golds out of ten, or you know, the first off the line shimmers out of three, or the white sparkle, like all those really hard to find ones. I think you're going to start seeing those again of specific talent. Not everybody start slowly not not just overnight but just real slowly start going up i think i'm going to be pretty safe with my dexter luma stuff though <laughs> probably yeah how's uh, that been for you let's talk about that real quick um uh, you know people we, myself included we said uh for the romans or you know the high-end guys uh lexa bliss you know hogan whoever it's going to be hard to find financially to track down complete rambos but on your other talent, you might have a shot at it. So how's your, just for any I, other collectors out there, how's your journey been? Just now, I'm just now starting really. I mean, I kind of waited. I, I think I've only started collecting down the last week and a half, two weeks, maybe. I waited a little bit and I was able to pick off some stuff. I was very nice at some people who listen to us or follow us on social media. I said, Hey, you're, you're the Loomis guy. So like I get kind of now put in that kind of, kind of like you do with the cross, right? Like, Oh, you're the Loomis guy. So I have, Hey, uh, what are you looking for? I'm like, well, I don't have anything. Well, give me your address. I'm going to send you something I'm like, <laughs> Oh, well, thanks, man. And they sent me like a, you know, like a, a refractor or something like that, whatever it was, or what do they call it? A, a there's so, there's so many different ones. There's so many different names like that. Yeah. So then I got went on. I just started looking online. I was able to pluck off. I got like a, a ruby. I got a red number to you know 299 or whatever it is. I picked up a purple. I picked up a green. I've got, uh, uh, I just picked up today. I bought today a cracked ice one. Um, so, I mean, there's, and they're all affordable. I mean, they're all really affordable because I, because I, you know, my guy basically is kind of low on the. Well, we're in the same boat now. Program. He, you know, neat, like. He doesn't cross doesn't obviously work for WWE anymore. Loomis just got cut not yep. too long ago. So, uh-huh. and it's not slowing either of us down. So uh-uh. a matter of fact, I think I've started, I, I started, I picked up things since he got let go. Yeah, I'm still uh-huh. picking up cross stuff yep. and still paying a good chunk of change for the super rare stuff. But yep. um, to kind of close this out, where do you think the future of prism is going to go? We've seen so many, you know, the, the flag bearers, we've seen the negativity towards it. Um, what do you think the future of this inaugural prism release will be for wrestling cards? I guess we'll have to find out and wait, I guess. I mean, I would hope that it would go up in value it's shot down. It's fallen so far that it's going to come a point where it's got no place to go, but up, I think based on its initial release, but it's going to be interesting in the first few weeks or month, I should say when select comes out. Yeah. When a lot of people out, are, I, th- I think I've, I've seen a lot more people happy with those designs. Yes. And so I'm, I'm curious and they're, they're beautiful looking cards. So mm-hmm. I'm curious to see how that affects, but I think the future is going to be okay for prism. I really think it's going to be fine. It, yeah, it, it, it needs to go up and down and kind of sure. do what it needs to do. And then um, I think we're going to come to a point where it kind of stabilizes. Maybe we're already there. And then uh, I, I still don't think it's a bad thing to invest and hold on to some of these boxes at the prices they're at right now. But I, I think, at, at worst, it might end up in five years or a couple of years to be a thousand dollar box. Yeah. And I, you know, I was probably com- at this point, maybe I was completely off base. I thought they'd be $2,000 boxes by the end of the year, based on the trajectory of past prism products, of sure. other sports did. being the first now, you know, next year's prism, probably not going to be like that, no. but I still am a huge believer in hobby boxes, blaster boxes, whatever it is, because yeah, 
go look at the track record of traditional sports and go look at what those first year prison boxes are doing. Not only that, look at the rookie cards, the base rookie cards, not even fancy Mm -hmm. stuff. Look at what those are going for as first year prison products. And, uh, you know, I, I personally can't remember seeing a rookie class in a set being this loaded off of potential. We'll see what happens. We'll see. Since the 2002 Flair Royal Rumble. Like, yeah, well, we'll see. You, Time will tell for that for sure. Right. Because no one predicted that Royal Rumble set to be, be what it is today, obviously. Right. Now, now, now we're playing off like, oh, well, we've got two or three names in this Panini release that might be something that down the road, like, oh, you know, like you said, the O2. The rookie card Rumble. badge means a huge thing for this. I mean, it means big. Yeah. So I'm, I'm a firm, I'm still, you know, I'm still going out there and looking for cards I want and maybe doing a little bit of prospecting and just, you know, having fun because that's what it's all yep. about. All right, so that was kind of a crash course of our thoughts on Prism. Again, if you want more on this, go back to the WTC YouTube page and make sure to check out the video with Paul and Ann from the Wrestling Card Price Guide. Make sure to check out my YouTube channel, Wrestling with Cards on YouTube. Go ahead and plug that right now for the Market Watch. Normally, I like to take a look at some of the top sales and weird sales and interesting, but instead I was like, you know what? April was such a Prism heavy thing. I'm just dedicating it all to Prism. So you can find more on there. Uh, Tony, before we get out of here, let everybody know where they can find you. WrestlingTradingCards.com. Everything is on there. Bottom of every page. All of our social media accounts are right there. And the grading companies just keep clawing and scraping to get more information from you. Get, getting a lot, I'm getting emails almost every week right now. I'm getting from different companies asking for information, usually on uh, older stuff. Hmm, that's interesting. That shows yep. you what kind of cards people are sending in. We'll talk about more of that later. <laughs> you can find everything I'm doing. Uh, let's see. Wrestle, I already said the YouTube channel, Wrestling With Cards on YouTube. Obviously, this podcast, which is available on all popular po- podcast platforms, please subscribe if you like this show. Share it with a friend. We're trying to build the listener base continually. Uh, at Zane Morning on all social platforms. Always down to talk about wrestling cards and you know just have a good time because everybody needs a good time right now with uh, all the kind of negative division and stuff. And there's a, there's a time and place for that. Sometimes people need called out for their BS, right? Yep. But um, we got into this to have fun. So that's what we're trying to do. 